Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and today we're going to be diving into search engine optimization, also known as SEO, what it is and what can you expect. So thanks for joining me today. Let's get started. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Guys, I'm super excited for today's topic. It really speaks to my sort of analytical algorithm sort of mindset because it's nothing creative. It's rules and regulations for SEO, and I just, I like that stuff. I like the structure of it. But before we dive in, I just wanted to give you a little bit of an update We would absolutely love it if you leave a review of Gingerbiz, the podcast, on any platform. Whatever platform you're listening on, give us a five star. It would be so appreciated. We always love that, and it helps us get in front of a larger audience. And additionally, we are excited to announce that we do have three openings for April, May, and June for Katie & Co. virtual assisting firm. So we did actually just onboard a handful of new clients for that. And it's really exciting. I love seeing it start to take off and really get some movement. But we do have three more openings come the springtime. And so if you want to get on our radar with that, or you want to chat about what that looks like, and if we're a good fit for you, definitely reach out. You can reach out on our website, k-a-t-y-a-n-d-c-o-v-a.com. That's katieandcovva.com. Or you can shoot us a message on any of our social media platforms and we'd be more than happy to help. Now, without further ado, let's jump into SEO, search engine optimization. What is it and what can you expect? So if you've been in business for any amount of time, you probably heard the term SEO and it's thrown around fairly frequently, I would say. But what is it exactly? Now, don't be embarrassed if you don't have a firm understanding of this. Personally, I think it's kind of like an analytical person's dream because it's basically metrics and algorithms to follow and to get placed on Google and search engines. SEO stands for search engine optimization. Awesome. So what the huckleberry does that mean? Well, a search engine is Google or Pinterest or Bing or Yahoo or DuckDuckGo. So those are all places where consumers will type in a question and they're searching for something. So basically a search engine is a program used to index websites. So when someone searches for something, then they expect some sort of answers to populate, right? The way that I like to think about it is this. Google doesn't read photos, it reads words. So your SEO is building content for Google to read your site and put it in front of the right viewer, ideally your ideal client. So this means that you want to use keywords, key phrases, and copy to build your website telling Google and other search engines, hey, I am X, Y, and Z. 
Your keywords need to reflect this so that Google ranks you in Google results that reflect that. Okay, so if you are a wedding photographer, you want to pop up as a result when someone Googles wedding photographer. That's a fairly basic look at SEO, but it is important to start somewhere and work towards understanding it fully. So how do you take this information and apply it to your website? Well, I have a couple tricks for you today, one of which is making sure that you update your content regularly. Google and other platforms like search engines, um, such as like Pinterest or Yahoo or Bing or DuckDuckGo are constantly refreshing and updating their algorithms. So it's important that you keep your content up to date regularly. So this would be different aspects of your website. So you also want to use long tail keywords. Generally speaking, you probably know what keywords are. They are words that describe what we do, such as like wedding photographer, but long tail keywords contain more terms than just that keyword. Like a wedding photographer is a pretty broad statement and will return thousands and thousands, if not millions of results. So you really want to niche down by using long tail keywords, add your specialty or a location, for example, to really elongate your key phrase. So someone might do like Rockville, Maryland, outdoor wedding photographer, or like Colorado Springs elopement photographer, or Rocky Mountain female elopement photographer. Just whatever you can put in there to really niche down. The more targeted you are, the better your chances are at getting in front of your ideal client right? Because the more niche down you are, the more likely it is that other people are not trying to navigate their website for those same keywords. And so then what it does is it allows you to show up in front of people who hit on those additional terms and keywords in their searches. Another good thing to do is go local with your SEO. So if you serve a specific area, it's a good idea to go local with your keywords. An example, again, of this would be like Rockville, Maryland, wedding photographer. You can even hone in on it. So in the area that I live, we live in Maryland. We are surrounded by like, we're really close to Virginia and DC, District of Columbia. So one phrase that you could use is DMV, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia, we call the DMV area. So you can say you're a DMV photographer. That's going to niche you down a bit. Also, if you break it down into communities or counties, or anything like that that's really going to get you local. There is this place called The Inn at Little Washington, which I have had the pleasure of photographing multiple proposals at, and it's because I really niche down on my SEO for that location, especially on Google and especially on Pinterest. I'll really hone in as a proposal photographer at the Inn at Little Washington in Washington, Virginia. And all of that really niches me down. So if someone goes to the Inn at Little Washington in order to have, you know, a fancy dinner and they're planning on proposing, if they Google anything around that with the word photographer, generally I will pop up. So I get pretty organic clientele because I rank high in Google for that. So that's one way that you can really hone in on a niche and a service area. Now, if you're not local to one place or you don't have a storefront or a certain area that you will, you know, service, 
That's okay too, but if you wanted to, you could definitely still do that. So for our virtual assisting firm, we can serve any area. We can serve the West Coast, the East Coast, you know, anywhere in between, but you can still niche down because we love servicing local people to us like Rockville, Maryland, but we also love the Pacific Northwest. So we can niche down in both those areas. Now, when you niche down, I think a big fear, and this is a whole nother topic though, is that you're excluding other people. So if you say that you're a Rockville, Maryland photographer, you might not get Virginia brides or you might not get District of Columbia brides. Well, that's not true. You're just honing in on a specific area saying, I for sure want to serve you, but other people can come in too and be served. So don't worry about niching down too much. You really can't niche down too tight, especially on something like this. Now, another tip that you can do is get more backlinks. Backlinks are a great way to tell Google that your site is credible and worth ranking. Backlinks are another external site linking back to your own. Guest blogging is a great way to get backlinks and also being featured on another website is a great way to get backlinks. So years ago, I was huge into doing styled shoots. I constantly wanted to grow my portfolio. I was having a lot of fun learning and honestly, I just enjoyed planning and styled shoots. It was a lot of fun for me. And once I did styled shoots, I would submit them to be featured, whether it was on like The Knot or Wedding Wire or Washington Post, whatever the case was. It was awesome to get an online feature because then they would link back to me. So you can like Google Wedding Wire, Katie Murray Photography, and I'll come up and you'll see some of my features. Well, those backlinks are just the best way to tell Google, hey, this site is legit and what they're doing is legit. So go ahead and rank them. I also took a stint of time where I really focused on guest blogging. I would actually have other people guest blog on my site, giving it credibility because I would create those backlinks, but then guest blog for them so that I had the backlinks to my site. And honestly, I would say this was a huge driver for why I ranked so high on Google as Rockville, Maryland photographer. I was like the number one in Google searches. It was amazing. And I loved it because obviously it gave me a lot of traffic to my site. I honestly haven't been doing styled shoots for a couple of years now. Actually, I don't think I've done one for almost three years now. And I have a little bit noticed my SEO going down. So what I've been doing is I also guest on other people's podcasts so that it backlinks to me and just different things like that. You can get really creative with it. And you can also work with other vendors that you're already working with. So people that you already know and trust and be able to work with them to backlink each other so that you can build your credibility. It's one of the best ways to really tell Google that you're legit and you're credible. Another thing that you can do is blog. Blog, blog, blog. Blogging is such a good way to increase your SEO. You want to be sure to blog for someone who's actually reading it. You don't want to just stuff keywords in and not make any sense. I will sometimes see people do this where they're like, oh, I want to rank for Rockville, Maryland wedding photographer. So my blog is just going to be like, I'm a Rockville Maryland wedding photographer. I love being a Rockville, Maryland wedding photographer. I am an awesome Rockville, Maryland wedding photographer. You get the point. Like you're just repeating that over and over and over. And Google, even though it's like not a human, is not stupid. It can see that. So you want to make sure that you're organically using those keywords and you want to hit on them a certain amount of times within the blogging, but not just over and over and over, right? 
Because if that were the case, we would stumble across plenty of blogs that were just literally keywords. But that's not how Google works. It needs more content around those keywords and key phrases. You also want to make sure that you do build off of keyword rich material so that you are actually blogging with a purpose. Because the opposite that I see happen as well is someone's just like, hey, we got to shoot this really gorgeous wedding and it was so pretty and I love all the details and it was just such a fun day. Awesome. (laughs) But you're not putting any keywords in there. So you got to find that happy medium where you are putting in keywords, but you're not just shoving keywords down somebody's throat, right? The next thing that you want to make sure that you're doing is writing unique titles and descriptions. So again, this goes back to Google not reading images. It needs that copy to be able to grow your site and rank you accordingly. So you want to make sure that you're filling in all your alt text, uh, metadata, titles, and descriptions because that way Google knows what they are. You can also add in the captions for each of your images and name each of the images, especially in blog posts. You want to make sure that you're doing this because again, Google's not going to be able to see that image. Now, alt text is also a great way for people who may not be able to see your images to be able to envision what what is being showcased in that image. So it's a good place to also put copy so that you're explaining the image itself. And then captions and titles and descriptions are great ways for you to kind of showcase and hone in on what it is. So if you're blogging about a wedding at the Strathmore, which is here in Rockville, then you want to make sure that you're including that in the titles and making them unique and descriptive as possible, because then you're going to be increasing your visibility and ranking. So those are just some quick tips on SEO. I also want to touch on the timeline of SEO. So SEO isn't something that grows your business overnight. Like you're not going to shut off this podcast and then go in and clean up your website and get some backlink features and boom, you're crazy busy all the time and you're getting tons of organic inquiries. Nope, that's not at all how it's going to work. This is something that it's a long game marketing strategy, but if it's done correctly, it will really, really pay off. It's also not just a one and done. You can't just post a blog that is SEO rich and think you're going to take off from there. This is a consistent long game strategy where you want to make sure that you're constantly going back and making sure that your SEO is built up. You want to work towards getting more backlinks. You want to make sure that you're also, you know, posting content and blogs that are relevant to your keywords so that you can continually push that SEO. If your if your business is a very competitive niche, so like wedding photographers in the DMV area, it's like totally saturated. Like you can't even go two blocks without running into another wedding photographer. It's going to take a bit longer to see those results because you're competing with a lot of people. But If you are super niche down and super unique, you're going to see a lot more results and a lot quicker. There isn't a specific equation to guarantee anything. Like I can't tell you like you do this, this and this and you're going to start ranking. But I would say just don't give up. Keep persevering. It is totally worth it. It can take like six to 12 months before you really start seeing your site ranking on Google. And that's totally, totally normal. Google like I said, is constantly updating their platform. And so it's very important that you continually work on your SEO on your site in order to make sure that you're getting the best rank possible. 
And when I'm saying rank, I literally mean when someone types in wedding photographer or whatever the case, you will be ranked on page one or two or three or four of Google. And that ranking is going to be a direct correlation to how clients find you, right? If you rank on the first page, they're going to find you a lot faster than if you're on the 10th page. Like, I mean, I honestly only check the first page of Google anytime I search anything. So if you're on the first page, you're going to get my attention and likely get a booking from me. If you're on the 10th page, can't really guarantee anything. But the goal is to continually have forward movement and continually rank higher and higher. And so you just got to keep up with those algorithms, keep up on putting content out there that is SEO heavy and rich so that you know that you're working towards that goal. And again, don't let yourself get defeated. If it doesn't happen overnight, that's completely normal. SEO is you got to keep showing up. You got to keep going. It's not a one and done sort of thing. So again, those are like my quick tips for SEO and kind of what it is and what you can expect from it and what you, the timeline would be. If you're not seeing results within six to 12 months, you might want to reassess. And that's why it's also super important going into SEO and building that SEO for your website that you're educated when you do so because you don't want to wait that six to 12 months and realize you were doing it wrong. So you really want to make sure you stay on top of your SEO game, stay in the know of what's needed to be successful with it and what all the different jargon and lingos are. If you guys have any questions on that, feel free to reach out, DM me, chat with me. Not only have I worked really hard for my SEO, but my husband also does copy and he does a lot of blogging and he knows all about hitting on SEO as well. Um, super, super intelligent in that way. And so he can definitely help you with that as well. So feel free to reach out to us. We're more than happy to chit chat. Okay, guys, that's our episode today. And until next time, keep on diving in. <laughs>